0: We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show.
1: Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, before we get into today's episode, have you been training for the Quarantine Key 5K? I
1: I have been getting on the treadmill and going for walks outside. I ran for an entire quarter mile the other day, Derek. Consecutive
0: wow that's
1: uh maybe tomorrow i'll run for a half mile
0: i've been running to the fridge and back
1: you know that's enough that's enough you can participate any way you want just hashtag quarantine key 5k and tag us get entered to win a rope drop radio prize pack which we don't know what that is but it will be special
0: That will be special. So, and a lot of other podcasts and uh, bloggers joining us. So, take a minute on Twitter and check it all out. And if anything, enjoy a run because hopefully it's beautiful uh, this weekend. It's supposed to be kind of nice out. Memorial
1: weekend. So, it's supposed to be perfect weather everywhere in the continental United States. That's what I heard.
0: That's what I heard. Castaway weather. Castaway. Except when Doug goes.
1: Yeah. Not Doug, castaway weather. Everybody else, castaway weather. How about that?
0: All right. Well, let's keep moving along, Doug. We have a review to read. And thank you to everyone who reviews the show. But, Doug, who do we have today? Today,
1: Apple Podcast Review is from Disney. Oh, not from. My bad. The title, Disney Fun by DJ Kever 2.0. Yeah, that's a username that I I excel at. All right, Rope Drop Radio brings out all the fun in Disney that we may be missing while stuck at home right now. From insightful tips to fun games, these guys know how to celebrate all things under the Disney umbrella. I only started listening recently, but I have downloaded several shows and subscribed. Keep making the great Disney content. There you go. That's an awesome review. Way to download and subscribe during these times. Subscribe. and. Yes. I will say this. If you write a review, go on there, write a review. It will get read sooner rather than later. I know there's been a long lag between writing the review and reading it, but... Once things slowed down, so did the reviews coming in. So if you write one right now, you're going to get it read very soon. So we would very much appreciate that so that I can.
0: I don't ever. We've been doing this at the beginning of the show for a while now. Years, maybe, Doug. Yeah.
1: I don't want it to stop. No, so please write a review. This is me in desperation asking now. I am.
0: Okay. Yeah. There you
1: go. I'm begging.
0: I mean, that's all Doug does now. That's my only purpose on the show. In quarantine and wait for reviews to pop. I
1: book guests and read reviews. That's it. That's all I do. And a little bit of dentistry on the side.
0: Yeah, dentist. That's a hobby, I'm sure. Uh, Speaking of that, I need to make an appointment. And you should, too, if you haven't seen the dentist in the last six months. PSA for dentists everywhere. Anyway, Doug. Let's get into the actual show because we have an amazing guest on. And one thing, Doug, because I'm excited, I've always wanted to be a cast Mm -hmm. member. You, you're going to retire and be a cast member. I think a lot of people listening to this show have thought, I would love to know more about being a cast member. So we have a cast member joining us on this week's episode. Welcome to Rope Drop Radio, Andrew.
2: Hi. Gosh, did uh, someone say my name? (laughs) Oh, great to be on the show, guys. Wow, look at all the wonderful people listening to this amazing and magical podcast. Why, it's your old pal, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Guys, I'm just kidding. It's not Mickey. It's me, Andrew. How are you guys doing? It is great to be here with you guys on this amazing show. Uh, I'm just, the feeling is just magical. Oh, my goodness. Like, wow. So magical.
0: You know, what's funny is at first I thought it was Ryan Wiley yeah. sneaking on this show because whenever he comes on to Rope Drop Radio, whether we invite him or not, he starts off with a bunch of characters. But no, you're actually friends with Riley and he introduced us. So uh, really excited to have another guy who's got the voices and just a cast member on the show. So man, glad you're here, Andrew. Great to be here too, pal. I'm so excited. All right, so Andrew, why don't you give the Rope Droppers some
1: of your Disney backstory, like before you started with the Walt Disney Company?
2: Absolutely, and I love telling this story every time I'm asked this question. So it began, with every great story, it begins a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Now, I'm just teasing. It began back in 1994 when I was born and I came into the world. And from a very young age, I had burning passion and love for anything disney and i have vhs tapes and my parents were watching just having me sitting watching these videos all day long on vhs tapes and disney has been in my life and it's in my blood pretty much and i was just obsessed even at a young age uh by this amazing world of magic animation and just you know more magic and it just kept growing and growing and growing. As I grew, my love grew even more. And Mickey Mouse was always, you know, he was always there for me. He has always been and is my favorite character of all time. I just, I could just go on forever, but he just, I grew up with him. And then, um, and then in 1998, um, it was just sing-along tapes. Every, I'm talking everything. It was just sing-along tapes, everything, movies. And then in 1998, um, when I was four years old, the little mermaid uh, splashed into my life for the very first time. I saw that for the very first time and my life was changed even more. I became even more fascinated than before. I was like, I took it to a whole new level. I was mesmerized by Ariel. The, the music in that movie it, 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 it has always been my favorite and all it's always been my favorite. It is the true Disney masterpiece and crowning achievement in my mind. And I love everything about that movie from the characters to the music, to the, to the talent behind that beautiful movie. And I had a major crush on Ariel when I was a kid and I still do. Um, and as I got, it just stuck with me ever since it just really inspired me in, in a lot of ways. And actually um, I will share this, like um, why I love doing voices is I owe it to really uh, Jody Benson, the voice of Ariel, the current and original voice of Ariel. She kind of like lit the fire under my in my stomach to like give me a greater interest in like voices because when I found out she did the speaking and the singing voice for Ariel, I was just mesmerized by how beautiful it was. She has the most beautiful voice in the entire world. And I just really, really started taking an interest in voice acting and I just especially Disney character voice actors, just just amazing how these amazing people have left their impact in and brought these characters to life for all ages to enjoy. So then as I grew up, it was just Disney, Disney this, and then my parents took me to Walt Disney World for the very first time when I was – I went to Disney World before I saw that movie. I was two years old when I first went to Walt Disney World. A memorable trip, and not only once, not only twice, not only – I've lost track. My parents had brought me to Walt Disney World so many times. And I am forever grateful for the old memories with the park growing up, with the old fantasy land, the old parades, all these changes that I, I'm just so, and I even remember, I, I small remember, I don't need, before Animal Kingdom was even built, while it was still being built, because I, I, it opened up in 1998, um, if, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I should know this, but uh, <laughs> I'm just going on right now. So I just literally just so much, so much. And so grateful for those memories, so grateful for everything my parents did. And then, you know, fast forward to, you know, college. Here I am in college, and I'm just, uh, you know, I had several friends who, uh, I had a few friends who introduced me to the Disney College program, and I was like, what is it? And they're like, it's an amazing experience where you can go and take college credits and also become a cast member.
1: So is the college program how you started with the company
2: absolutely yes that is how i got my so before like what i just revealed to you was like my love with disney throughout the years before it led up to my career exactly the addiction beginning just everything disney i love i'm a disney addict i love him um but so when i was in college so the college program is the reason why i was able to move down to florida and begin my career with disney and i am forever thankful for that because I've been down to this area before many times as a kid, but we never stayed down for more than a week. We would always stay for a week and then goodbye. We go, we go home. So staying down here for more than a week was a very interesting experience. I got used to the Florida heat and I really became more immersed in the area. And I really just explored on my days off. I would, you know, go around the area and explore things that I never saw when I was a kid and just really got to know the place better. And I really owe it to the college program because they let me stay in housing. And I was able to get my bearings, you know, meet so many wonderful new people who I'm proud to call my friends and family. And like, you know, that I'm also thankful for my friends and family outside of my Disney unit world. I mean, I bring them down here to experience the magic, but man, oh man. That college program got my foot in the door. I met so many people. And then probably after two weeks into my college program, oh, I already knew my, my destiny was set. I knew this is where I belonged. So I knew this is where I was.
1: Where were you going to college at before you did the college program? Where? Uh...
2: So I went to school in um, the Northeast Kingdom in Lindenville, Vermont, because um, I'm from New Hampshire originally. So it's about two hours from where I live in New Hampshire. My family's back in Dover, New Hampshire. Um, and I went to school studying uh, professional multimedia communications. I have two degrees. I have a bachelor's and an associate's. I have a bachelor's in professional multimedia communications and an associate's degree in uh, electronic journalism, March, which is broadcast. So I have and I have radio. I had a radio show for four years. I immediately joined the radio club. I was doing pep rallies. I was doing and I, I was just doing I was doing volunteer work. I was even the mascot for, for the college for uh, about two years when I found out I could do that. And I was, just, I was just doing everything I could get my hands on theater and stuff. And I was just surrounding myself. And, but, the, but the question was, when it came time to graduation, I was like, what do I wanna do after all this is done? Like, I wanna find a job that makes me happy. And like my, the greatest quote my dad always tells me is there's no better feeling than getting paid to do what you love to do. There's no greater feeling than getting paid to do. To him, work is never work, it's fun. And I'm truly inspired by that. So
1: So what What did you do in the college program? What what kind of job did you have while you were down there for the college program?
2: Absolutely. So when I got the notification that I was accepted, I I went through the roof. I was so happy. I was bouncing off the walls. I couldn't sleep. I just kept counting the days till I leave. I spent one final summer with my family. And here's another fun little fact, too. During the summer, for two summers, I actually, uh, for actually a year and a half, I actually worked for another mouse before I came and worked for Mickey. I actually worked at oh. Chuck E. Cheese. I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, so that was a fun experience. Um, getting to that, but Disney is
0: definitely a step up from that's Chuck e. a Cheese. whole show Major. in itself. Yes, oh, yeah.
2: but to answer your question, more on less. Um, so when I was in the college program, I was told I was going to be doing attractions, but when I came down to the casting center, I found out that I was going to be doing parking. At Animal Kingdom, which kind of made sense because during my interview, I stated that for five summers, I worked at Water Country USA, which is a water theme park owned by Palace Entertainment in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, near where I live. And for five summers, I worked there as a summer job. And then my final summer, I was in parking, entry, maintenance. And then my final summer working there, I was actually parking supervisor of the entire parking team. So I have leadership experience in my, under my belt. So I guess that kind of gave me some leverage and it was only assumed. So when I started the college program, I did parking at Animal Kingdom around the time Pandora was being built. And my duties consisted of working the auto plaza, you know, having them pay for their tickets, um, driving the trams and being the, the guy on the back of them, the spieler, doing the announcements, which I love so much, and then just uh, directing cars to the parking lot. And it was just that for um I, I really enjoyed it. It was there were days where it was extremely humid because I'm standing in the lot, but I really made the best of it, and I just carried on like I was happy, and I just was so happy to be here in Florida at Disney and just everything. And um, you know, um did you guys freeze? Oh, I thought you guys froze for a minute. Nope, Just listen. Um, anyway, so did that for six months. And then do you guys want me to carry on like after parking or like uh, just explain? I was going to ask we'll
0: that ask as a follow yeah. up, but no, you just you keep guys. going. So now this is where it gets really
2: fun. Um, so after six months, I immediately knew, I already knew ahead of time I was going to extend. So I put in for an extension and I did. And um, I put in my extension and then I got an email of approval saying, congratulations, you are approved. You're going to continue your college program and attractions in a new role. Didn't know what it was until I got the message from my managers saying you're going to disney quest at disney springs and that was the start
0: we haven't talked about disney quest on this show now you're going to hear
2: so much about it my friend i've got so much to tell about disney quest i know you want to hear this stuff so my journey took me to disney quest and i was uh, a pop tart that's what they call us they that the pop tarts i um the, the the costume for Disney Quest was absolutely colorful. I loved it. It looked like a wild berry blue pop chart. I loved it. It had Mickey. It had the the navigator symbol on it. I loved it. It was my favorite costume to wear. Um and working at Disney Quest was an absolutely amazing experience. It was indoors. It was its own little it theme park. Air room. conditioned.
1: Indoors. It was air conditioned. conditioned. Much different than a parking lot.
2: Absolutely. I enjoyed it. I immediately fell in love with Disney Quest, and I was so in love with it, like, so much. I loved every minute of it. The attractions were just so amazing. The The Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster, the, uh, the virtual Jungle Cruise, the Alien Encounter thing, the um, the, the arcade games. And here's the fun fact for you. That is actually one of the fewest places. It actually had Wreck-It Ralph's Fix-It Felix Jr. arcade game where you could actually play it. And that was actually one of the fewest places on the earth where you could play that. I think there was another place in California, but my memory's a little fuzzy, but I do know that you could actually had five of them. They had five of them in there. You could walk up to it and play fix it. Felix jr. On the arcade game. Wow. And they had everything they had. They had, um, they even had the pirates of the Caribbean virtual ride. They had, um, uh, Sid's toy maker. They had the animation Academy where they teach you, teach you how to draw the animators. Um, Oh, I could just go on for for hour for so much longer
0: but I'm not going to lie. Di- I wish Disney Quest was still I around. I know. It's definitely, and here's it's the- better than the NBA jam or NBA, NBA.
2: experience and I agree it. with There you go. 100%. Disney Quest was so unique and it listen, it did not go down without a fight. I will tell you that. It did not go down without a fight. It was it was supposed to be taken down years before I came along. It was supposed to, but it just kept getting delayed. And I just picked a good year because I'll never forget that morning when we were having our morning work meeting when they told us this is, this is the year going to... Uh, 2017 is the year that Disney Quest is going to close its doors, which was a sad experience for all. And I got to tell you, it was so interesting because when I started, we weren't as busy, but when it got closer... To the cl- Oh, we were having people out the wazoo. They were coming in. They wanted to, like, we had vloggers. We had pot. We had, we had everyone. They, they were coming to capture this piece of Disney history. And, you know, I really, it was sad, but I enjoyed it. I loved having big crowds. I loved talking to people, working. I was busy. And and then also, how could I forget Cyberspace Mount? Oh, my goodness. I almost left out the best ride of them all. Like, literally, everyone loved that one.
1: So transitioning from college program to a regular full-time employee was did that change the perspective at all was it a little bit less magical being like full-time like you have to talk insurance benefits and that sort of stuff or was it pretty seamless for you well i
2: i really don't see a there's no negative side to it um there really is no negative side at all. It was just, you know, after I was done with Disney Quest, I'll just wrap this up with Disney Quest quickly. Um, Disney Quest closed. And what happened was um, I got deployed to ESPN, Y World of Sports, for the remainder of my program. Um, and then I was actually the last person ever to close Cyberspace Mountain. I was very honored to do that. So that's being part of Disney history was amazing on my college program. And then I went to ESPN and then finished. And then I took a hiatus. for, I'll make a long story short, I took a hiatus from... Uh, from and I went third party, and I worked at Disney Springs at Rainforest Cafe for a while, and then I went full time. Um, but to answer your, to go on to what your question said, um, I um, there really is no negative side at all. It's just being a full time cast member has a lot more like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, obviously you said benefits. I have my own health benefits now. Um, I'm. It feels wonderful to be status. It feels. It just feels wonderful to be a status cast member. That's really all I can say, because the only difference is with the college program is, you know, technically in the college program, they they send you where they want you to go. They're like, as a full time cast member, you have like, how do I put this, like a little more authority and stuff like that. You have like more, you build up your seniority and your time with the company actually counts, because when you're a college program cast member, you could be there for half a year almost, but that won't count until you become, if you become a part time or a stat or a full time cast member. So I celebrated my one year on December first, and that that was the most magical day of my life. Having walking around with my the Steamboat Willie on my uh, name tag is just oh, it's just amazing to be. So benefit wise, yes, I am enjoying the benefits, and I'm very thankful. I'm thankful is the word. I am very thankful for. What that has being a full time cast member has provided, absolutely. Just well, now I'm
0: curious. Uh, I want you to continue your story for a moment and let us know where you've uh, become as a full time cast absolutely. member. Where can people find you when they visit Walt Disney absolutely, World?
2: Absolutely, my friends. If you not only are going to find me, but if you are hungry, I have got
0: something that will make. Doug you is always always hungry. hungry. I have something
2: that'll make your taste buds tickle. With enjoyment, my <laughs> friends, come on down to the one and only Flame Tree Barbecue on Discovery Islands for some lip-watering amazement. And I'm telling you, it is amazing. We have such a reputation. I have been there for a year and uh, six months—more than six months—and I am enjoying it. It is such a wonderful location, um, and it is—it's ju- just amazing. And I'm so thankful that I got put there when I became full-time. Just. So amazing. Oh, it's just, and I love it when people come and visit and just taste our food. And they, especially the pulled pork mac and cheese, they just, they take one bite of that mac and cheese and they just soar off into the sky, like dancing on the clouds. They're like, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. And our lines are so long because we have such a great reputation of our food. Like literally, I've seen
0: it. I was there seven eight months ago, and it was good. So no, I enjoy it. I like. I'm climbing.
1: I'm gonna sound like a grumpy old man, but I need air conditioning. So
0: yeah, <laughs> there is. <yep. sighs> well, you know, I
2: know what you mean. Listen, I would prefer to be under AC too, but sometimes you gotta roll with the punches and just. Work your way up. You know what I mean? That's what my mission is. My mission is
0: to— Where else are you going to eat where the birds are literally trying to take the food from you? (laughs) do
2: started. Oh, my goodness. Do not get me started to those birds. I'm constantly having to shoo them, tell them to take a hike, fly away. They are always—they're just waiting. They're scheming. They're waiting for that moment to strike, and then, bam, it's easy prey right there. I tell you right this. They are just—they are a pain in the butt
0: my daughter was the- freaking out she's just no these are my play. fries well play. let's right? be
1: honest Derek has lost food to a squirrel at Disney World so the birds are the least that was at stories. Hollywood
0: Studios so yeah that's so every park Uh, uh someone has stolen my food vermin wise there you go
2: well you know what I guess it comes from people feeding them or just you know not being careful with their food I mean cheeky they're they're sneaky too and some of them they they have a strong they have a strong set of they have a strong spirit they will I've seen birds just randomly go up to people just at their food and they, they're not afraid to challenge some of them have you know have have guts they have guts like literally I've seen it.
0: So what are some of your so what are some of your goals? What's the uh you know the parks are reopening here. Absolutely. Uh how long do you want to be a flame tree? Where do you want to go? I love when Ryan shared some of his long-term visions with us, Absolutely. but uh, where are you wanting to see yourself?
2: Absolutely. So Flame Tree is just um a, is just a starting point for me. And what I'm very thankful that Flame Tree did was it got my foot back in the door, and it got me full time. And then getting that full time status what meant a lot. Um, but I love Flame Tree so much. I love working there. I, I treasure every moment I've been there. And it, when I leave there. It will be sad, but I will always think of it with fond memories when I do move on. But my goal, my mission after Flame Tree is to, um, well, I'm, I don't know if Ryan told you, but I, my dream role is to be a character attendant because the, you've heard me say this, the characters are my love, my life, my passion, and I, to be a character attendant and help tell the story with those characters is just a dream come true because I love, I speak their language. I know everything about the characters. I'm practically a character myself, you would say, like pretty much I've been called that. So I just really have such a great passion for the characters. Um, But like I would also, and another place I would like to go, if like I have to go here before character attendant would be where Ryan used to work at Animation Courtyard at Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Disney Junior Live, or um, One Man's Dream, or Launch Bay, if I have to go there before character attendance. So be it. My main mission right now is to, you know, get out of food service because I want to do yeah, entertainment or, you know, stuff. But, you know, like I said, Flame Tree is a stepping stone. It's like, well, you got to go there to get where you want to mm-hmm. go, and I'm totally fine with that. Um, but my also, my one of my ultimate dreams is to also be a VIP tour guide with, Walt Disney World, too, because I have several friends who are VIP tour guides um, and they it's the best job in the world to show people around this world the magic and just be their guide and their conscience. You would say like Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio. Um, And I know I could do that. I know that I could do that because when people visit, I practically give them tours and I know where to go. Like, I feel I have a great understanding. So I hope that opportunity presents itself to me in the future. And I would gladly take it if given that opportunity
0: that that's my dream job if they're like hey derek pick a job i would be a vip absolutely absolutely i don't know i want
2: want to give a shout out if you don't mind i want to give a shout out to my wonderful big brother les who is the best vip tour guide at Walt disney world les this is for you big brother you are the best vip tour guide in the world i love you so much because les is another reason why i want to become a vip tour guide he is such an example of inspiration. I just have so many, just like when you see people like do a great job, you get inspired and Les is one of the main reasons why I want to be a VIP tour guide because he is amazing. So less that's for you, my brother. I love you, big brother.
1: Very cool.
0: So, so Doug, when we take our VIP tour, we, we need, need to request You need less. to request
2: less. You, you request okay. less, you guys take your VIP tour, you request less.
0: But that's we want like
2: more. Show. Request less.
1: We, we, we expect more from less.
2: Less yeah. is the best, bottom line. Aha, yeah. I get it.
1: So what's your uh, average day like? Like you show up at what time? You, What are you doing throughout the day? How's it flow in the food service world?
2: Absolutely. So when I started there, I was back of the house. And that mostly consisted of working the hotline, getting the trays ready, putting the food on. We get the order from the receipt machine. And then we just look at the receipt. It'd be fast. I had to go through that to be trained. I did. And then, but a lot of the times they had me on French fry. I was, they, they call me the fryer king at flame tree barbecue. Cause I always do good job making the French fries and the onions, just boil them in the oil and then get them ready on the hotline. And then also I would do uh, condiments uh, making sure the condiment bars are stocked and clean and stuff, getting ketchup, napkins, forks, knives, all that goodies and stuff, just walking around and, um, but when i got trained to front of the house i've been at front of the house and that involves you know working the counter passing the trays on to our uh, to our guests and um, working the dining room chatting with them cleaning taking out the trash and stuff like that so my day mostly consists of it, it, there's no telling what see that's what i also love about this job there's no telling what will happen you could be doing a normal routine or you could get given a special assignment or you could be asked to, you could be tasked to do something you never know but mostly on a regular basis, it consists of talking and greeting guests, um, making sure all their needs are fulfilled and keeping an eye on them, keeping the area clean, spotless. And basically, that's it. And you never know. I'm trained in all areas, so they could put me anywhere. I'm even um, kiosk trained because Flame Tree has three kiosks. It has Isla Java, uh, one? Eight Spoons Cafe, and the, Flaming Croco- the Smiling Crocodile, which is only open during the holidays. But I could be working anywhere because I'm trained in all the areas. So that's a good, that's a good experience to, um, to have. So really, there's no telling on what could happen. But on normal days, it's, it's kind of like that. Just greeting, cleaning, making sure everyone's happy, satisfied, and just creating magical moments, which I absolutely love to do. Love
0: doing that. Well, what's magical to me is I've been there, and you've said the line. I mean, the lines do get pretty deep. Oh yeah, but you guys do get people through very quickly. So, is there a lot that goes into uh, food processing, Absolutely. like assembly lines, just Absolutely. getting uh, getting me fed, getting Doug fed because he's hungry yeah. all the hangry, time. Dude. Our kids. Yeah, you don't want hangry guests around. Exactly,
2: and let me tell you something. It's teamwork the amount of hard work that my fellow uh, cast members do at flame tree barbecue was amazing. We have such a wonderful manager team. We have such wonderful coordinators. they, They practically run the show. The managers and the coordinators pretty much run the show and I probably could never do what they do. They, they know how to get it done. And they're just doing a fantastic job telling us what to do and organizing when things get chaotic and it's all done through teamwork. No one, can do this alone. So all that processing you were talking about, it's all through a teamwork system. They were all, we're communicating with each other. We're there to help. And like if a task, like if a task, if there's a small task that is like, doesn't need to be done, drop that and go help the ones that need to be until we like die down. And like normally after 2.30, things start to die down. And we're all like, we have a chill period and then we just pick up where we left off pretty much. But it's all in the teamwork. It's all in the teamwork. Getting, making sure Doug is fed
1: it's correct, yes. Especially like that three o'clock pre dinner dinner, that's oh, an important yeah. one. You oh, yeah. Gotta get pre dinner we, we, and-
2: we get that a lot. We, it, it's, it's. You know, when I first started working there, I was way at how popular our food is, and I'm like, I need to come here more often, and I do. I, I've, I just, I have fallen in love with the food at Flame Tree so much. Like, it, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. <laughs>
0: That's a good commercial for yeah, tree, so Yeah, it it's is. amazing. Oh, I love
2: it. I mean every word. It's amazing.
0: Uh, Animal Kingdom's got some good food, except for Pizza Safari. I do like the food in Animal Kingdom. Uh, I haven't been to Pizza Safari,
2: in a, I love. Oh no, 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 I haven't been to Pizza Safari in a in a while. So, but their pizza there is, to my opinion, their pizza. And I'm not just saying that. Their pizza is phenomenal. I love their pizza. I do. It's like
1: oh, I, don't, I don't. I don't know, know man. Smiling, I don't know. Buys, they're so
2: portable. I love them. But restaurant Restaurantosaurus, I love love their burgers and fries, and they come in little buckets now too.
0: They got the. I was actually, <laughs> done, I was gonna take a picture. I have the bucket. My two-year-old uh, was playing with the bucket I, yesterday. I, I hate I the bucket. I kid you not. And so we've had the buckets <laughs> for years. Uh, I hate the bucket. But yeah, I mean, you have Satuli's, Cantine, Tiffins, Yak and Yeti, Flame Tree. It's hard to pick. Where to eat when you go to What's Animal Kingdom thing? sometimes. There's so many great places to go.
2: People come up to me and they're like, what do you recommend? Like they'll, they'll walk up to me like when I'm greeting people and they'll be like, I want your honest opinion. What would you recommend? And I'm like, look, I'm not just saying this because I work at Flame Tree. I'm saying you need to go. And try this pulled pork. See, every time someone asks me, what's your favorite thing on the menu? I say, I feel so proud of myself that I have like reeled in so many guests with telling them about the pulled pork mac and cheese. And they take one bite of that mac and cheese. I'm sure you guys have had it too. And like I said, their taste buds soar. And then I just love it. When they come up to me, they look for me and they're like, you were absolutely right. That's my new favorite thing. And I'm like, mission accomplished. Like, I love promoting the pulled pork mac and cheese. Because when I took that mac and cheese into my mouth for the first time, I was just, oh, I wanted. I could just sit on my sofa and eat that stuff all day. And I'd probably, like, probably not be able to move. But, man, oh, man, that mac and cheese is so mouth-watering. Ah!
0: So there is someone listening to the show right now. And that's going to go in the back of their mm-hmm. brain. And they're going to go there six months, a year down the road. If that's you listening to this right now, I want you to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, social media, and let us know that you are eating the pulled pork and mac and cheese. And
2: trust me, you are not going to regret it. It will take your taste buds on a Disney cruise to the great beyond. And it's never going to want to come back. True story. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go through my phone and try and, and see if I can find my flame tree pictures after this episode so we can post them for sure. Please.
1: I only eat with air conditioning, so I don't have hey, those we, photos. Hey, we've,
2: we've got some areas with shade. And, and you know, if you want peacefulness, <laughs> go down by the um the water. We've got we've got some beautiful locations down by the water.
1: Where, where um, the birds attack?
2: Well, they don't I go don't down know. most of the time. They're mostly up at the upper part. They don't go down okay. by the water.
1: Okay, All They're right. There. Where
0: am I? Day, so, real quick, I know we're going to get into the lightning round, but I want to just hear uh, Animal Kingdom as a whole. How is that? We, we've had other cast members from other parks, but we've never had anyone from Animal oh, Kingdom. Oh, the raises. Uh, except yeah, the which raises. Is back a the few. raises were the beginning. Days. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's it like uh, working as a team at Animal Kingdom and and how that all works nowadays? Well,
2: as you know, it is not a, a zoo. It's a jungle in there. And it is a adventure is literally out there. I quote the movie up We're we're every day. Like when I walk into Animal Kingdom, I, I also think of Walt Disney because, as you know, Walt, it's like I've heard many stories about how this is Walt's dream come true, like how he envisioned animals and people coming together and i believe that we have made that dream come true and he would be very proud if he was still alive of animal kingdom and you know over the years i've seen animal kingdom uh, evolve like like a caterpillar in a cocoon like literally it is like evolved with with camp mickey and minnie the pocahontas show festival of the lion king i've loved it since day one Um, mickey's jungle jam and jamboree parade oh Missed that so much. I miss that. Yeah. I miss it so much.
0: That was much. a good parade. I miss
2: that parade. I am so blessed that I saw that several times. Oh, I'm so blessed. But as t- as cast members, we're just in this amazing environment. We're in the jungle. We're in the jungle just having an adventurous time and we're just promote we're just like getting people more excited about the wonders of nature and even the conservation club too like how we can make a difference that's our mission and we're we we're saving animals we're learning something new every day and we're just living Walt's dream of us communicating with animals and i and let me tell you the kilimanjaro safari oh my goodness that is the next i'm gonna say sorry expedition everest is better but Kilimanjaro Safari is an amazing experience. And I, 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 every time I go on that ride, I feel like I'm actually in Africa. I, I feel like I'm in – I feel like I left Florida and I'm in Africa. Just uh, um, let me know if I got off track on that question a little bit more. No. Did I – no, no, it was great. Because Loved it. it's just animals, 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 animals every day. We learn so much. And I got to tell you, every time I walk by that tree, it gives me life. Intent pun, pun. Get it? Tree of nah,
0: Life. <laughs> I that. That yeah. Tree
2: of Life is so beautiful. And I love how... And I
0: also eat animals at Flame Tree Barbecue. The
1: tasty animals. The tasty <laughs> the animals. <good> <laughs> hey, look, look,
2: look, look! Like, you know. Hey, it's the circle of life. What are you going to do? Yep. Yep. Yep, it circle sure of life, is.
1: Man. It's the
2: circle of life, man. But um, also, I, I want to kind of squeeze this into... There was one other thing. You asked me, do you want to know what my ultimate ultimate dream with the walt disney company is in general would
0: Absolutely. you like to know
2: there is vip tour guide, but there's another one and you guys heard me start off the show with it well ah, uh, gosh uh, i'd like to be the voice of this guy someday it's uh as they say who says my dreams have to stay my dreams ah uh, they're always it's gonna come true that's my ultimate dream i, I would just you know, that's I, I,
0: really good. Yeah, I, I, I am amazed. I take great Close movies. my eyes. And I feel like I'm watching Disney junior and I should know because I watch Disney junior every <laughs> single day with a two year old. <laughs> I don't. your
2: heart for saying that because let me tell you, I'll be very quick about it. So, um, I am very honored and blessed that I, when I discovered I could do that and I take great pride in doing it. I love entertaining people with my Mickey voice and I do it because I'm not just trying to imitate the character. I try, I'm trying to become the character. And, and all the positive feedback I've gotten, I, I, it just touches my heart every time. And I've done it in the parks, too. People, like you said, people have turned around. And they give me these big looks. And I'm, they're like, well, I, I thought Mickey was right behind me. And I, I, I just, you know, I really take great pride in that. And I just love entertaining people with that. And, and as you know, he means the world to me. So if I get to someday, I hope someday, I would like to fill those big yellow shoes that Walt Disney himself filled filled many years ago. And that would be, that would be a dream come true.
0: No, oh, that'd be awesome. Well, I'm hoping that happens for I you. I hope so. Definitely next time I'm in the parks and, and you're there, I'll get the kids and you can do that. My kids will just listen. I to will all day, I'll give so. them a special
2: shout out. I will like call them both by their names. I just love seeing their reactions just warms my heart to no end. It's just, um, it's just amazing. It's just, gosh, it's swell, you know? And it's really, cool. you know, it's really not that hard for me to do. I'll, I'll give you a little example. So, like basically, it's my normal voice, and this is me talking right now, and I just go up a little bit higher and a little bit higher and ha, ha, oh, boy., ha, there he is right there. There's Mickey. So if you hit him just right, he sits in a falsetto.. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Doug, can you do nope. that?
1: <laughs> nope, not even gonna <laughs> no. not gonna humor right. anybody tonight. Nope. <laughs>
0: That that's a special Patreon thing. You got to pay to hear <laughs> no, Doug what? impersonate what? Mickey. I do it for free. That's what's happening. No. That's gonna go on no, tonight. Patreon. I'll do it, it, it too. A... No, you don't. But Doug does. No. And so if you wanna if you wanna hear Doug and I do a Mickey impression, it's gonna be on Patreon after the show. So go to our oh, show dear. notes and uh, you're gonna have to go on there and check that out. So yep, putting Doug on the spot. Uh, Boom. And all of our Patreons be looking for that. So. Uh, Doug, I think I, we're ready. I think we're ready for the lightning round. Before you wrote me. The interview. lightning round.
1: All right, Andrew. This is the lightning round where you answer with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, whatever under the Disney umbrella you need to. And they're you know supposed to be quick answers, but if they're a little weird, feel free to give a a reason. And don't worry, we do judge in award points, so there are winners and losers, but not really. Are you ready?
2: I was born ready.
1: All right, favorite Disney movie.
2: Oh, man that's a toughie. uh the little mermaid
1: yeah there was a spoiler yeah, I figured spoiler alert the little mermaid
2: little all right.
1: um favorite disney character
2: i have two favorite disney characters not one it is as you know mickey mouse and princess ariel those are my two i don't have a favorite it's just those two i love them with all my heart mickey all and right. ariel all the way forever
1: favorite right. disney villain
2: ursula the sea witch because she has a very wonderful laugh and um, she's she's just the greatest villain in the world. Like literally, she's just the greatest villain in the world. I, there's a story behind it, but we, we're in the lightning round, so we got to move along. But yeah. she's the best villain.
1: Favorite Disney song?
2: Under the Sea, because it fills me with so much life and it's just the beat and everything about that song is just See, I could go on for hours. It's just the best song in the whole wide world.
1: All right. Favorite I Disney my- park? That is two.
2: Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. And will always be MGM oh, Studios. Oh,
0: not even where you were. Nope.
2: Nope. I will stay true with Magic and Hollywood Studios. MGM Studios, always to me. Always Magic and Hollywood Studios. Just love them both so much.
1: All right. Favorite classic attraction? You define classic
2: uh define uh classic attraction Mm, this was a tough one um i'm just actually no it's not i'm gonna go with space mountain all the way it's a classic that does it can it still be standing right now oh yeah Uh, space mountain all the way space mountain all the way excellent the greatest roller coaster on the planet
1: i mean we've had classic attractions of like splash mountain rock and roller coaster um figment no, that was a modern attraction by somebody was wasn't. Modern, Never mind. That yeah. was weird. All right. Favorite modern attraction, you define modern. All right.
2: That that's current, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay. However you so want to call. it. I'm going to Now I'm saying
2: this because it's not just because I love the movie. It's under the sea journey of the little mermaid because um that just living inside the movie is everything. And that is just amazing how that immerses you under the sea. And takes you through the most iconic scenes of the movie. And it just fills me with so much life. And you can only imagine. I actually have to ride that ride alone. Because when we come to the under the sea part. I am singing at the top of my lungs. And my friends are like that's it. We, we, we can't sit. You're like like when, you, when you keep it down I'm like nope can't do it. I'm sorry. Nope I'll ride so- alone.
1: So you need to be a couple clamshells away is what you're saying. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Buffer. Under the sea, under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me, mom.
1: All right. <laughs> favorite favorite resort.
2: Oh, art of animation all the way. And I can give you a very short, good exclamation. Why? Because... Ariel. Not, not just Ariel. But oh, Not okay. just Ariel. Well, obviously Ariel, of course, but not just her. There is... As you've seen the resort, it has got pictures of sketches from all the movies that that resort resembles. Mm-hmm. And having watched the behind the scenes of the Little Mermaid many times, when I first stepped foot into that resort for the first time, I was amazed to have already recognized all those sketches. So, in a way, if you think about it, Disney before the resorts, before the movies, it was all cartoon. Before the resorts and all this stuff, the parks, it was all movies and cartoons. So I feel that that resort really touches to the heritage of what Disney used to be before all these parks and resorts opened. That was what it was all about, and that's how Walt captured the hearts and imaginations of so many people. It was through those cartoons. So to bring us back to behind the scenes of, like, to see all these sketches, it really brought me back. and It really made me feel more connected in a way. And then, of course, there's the lobby, In the in the in the in the in the center, it's got Jody Benson's signature on it. It's got Pat Carroll's signature on it. It's got uh, some other signatures. And she Jody actually opened that resort when it opened. So I wish I could have been there. But oh man, it is just it brings it has so much beautiful history in that resort. And I don't know if a lot of people know that, but uh, that's what I see. Then there's Ariel, of course. But you know, just
1: very cool take on it. All right, thank you. Favorite counter service restaurant. Um, I'm going to go with Casey's Corner. Is that a fan favorite? I mean, it, as long as it's your favorite.
2: It's my favorite because you can't beat those ballpark hot dogs. I mean, literally, you can't beat those hot dogs. Is, is is Casey's Counter Service? Yep. Okay, good. Sorry, I'm going to say page. Can't go wrong. Casey's Corner, you can't go wrong with those ballpark hot dogs. Just All right. Them.
1: Favorite table service restaurant? Ooh.
2: Oh man. When I saw this question I, 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 I stumped but I've got an answer for you. I'm going to uh say um it's character dining. Um it's character experience I live for that. Um I'm gonna have to go with um hoop-de-doo revenue because we dinner and a show mm-hmm. in such a neatly thing. The I strawberry
1: shortcake, yeah. Oh,
2: don't get me started on that masterpiece of a dessert. It just it just sits in my mouth, just like, oh, my mouth is just singing every time I eat it. It's just amazing. Oh, gosh. Just amazing. And, and what I love the most about it is when they ring the triangle at the beginning. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Come and get it. We're gather around the chuck wagon to meet your field, boys and girls. So, you just go. amazing. Just amazing right. dinner and a show. <clears throat>
1: Can't go wrong with dinner and a show. Nope. Favorite Disney snack. The most important question we asked tonight.
2: And I've got an answer for you. Would you like to know what my favorite Disney snack is? Uh,
1: is yes. Yes, we would.
2: It is a drum roll, please. The lightsaber churro.
1: Okay. the j- Specifically the lightsaber.
0: A, Not a regular churro.
2: That and regular churros in general. I, I just can't get enough of the goodness of churros they are the best snack
0: that i can have in the
2: park and i love i get them every time
1: all right favorite disney drink
2: okay it is going to be the blue milk the milk it is the blue milk from batu and star wars land galaxy's edge
0: that has to be a first (laughs) eric that's a first yeah i drank that and i won't even put that in my top 10 (laughs) 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 times 10
1: I mean, yeah, Yeah. it's better than the green milk. That's true. I like blue milk better. Okay, we're gonna move on. Disney bucket list item. Um,
2: definitely at the top of the list, take a Disney cruise. I have never done that before, and that is all you gotta do. It, I need lots of
1: lots of characters on the cruise ships, too.
2: Why do you think I want to take? Yeah, so many character experiences and a great time. Um, let me see here. Also, there is a travel to the overseas Disney parks. I would like to go to Tokyo, Hong Kong, Paris. Yeah, I've been the only all of Oh, I've been to Disneyland five times. So I've been to California. Um, and I also, um, let me see here. Um, I just, mostly I want to go to to where Tokyo Seas is and go to the Little Mermaid Atlantis area. I have seen pictures of that. And that is the, uh, that's my fantasy land. Just, I want to go to that. Um, let me see here. Also, I've already been to the studio in Burbank, California. But oh. another thing on my bucket list is I saw the, I saw the Legends Wall. I saw the Michael Eisner building. I saw, um, I, I saw a brief thing of the archives. But next time on my bucket list, I would like to take a more extensive tour of the archives and go a little deeper than I did last time because I saw a brief last time.
1: Um, like accidentally get lost from the tour and forgotten in the archives? No, 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 no. The
2: guy let me just take a peek in there. He, didn't, he just let me like step inside and I looked at a few things, just a few things. But then that was, uh, that was it and then I had to go. So it was um, – I was on a, ske- a time schedule. So I know a guy who um, actually is, said he would give me a tour. The next time I visit California. Hopefully that'll be oh. sometime this year. So he said, my friend Steven, who works at the uh, plaza inn at uh, Disneyland on Main Street USA. Wonderful guy. Yeah. I love you, Steven. Said he would give me a tour. Nice. Um forgive me if I sound a little stumped. Those are the real
1: That's a bucket. That's a good major one. That's things a good on bucket. my bucket list. That's a full bucket. Yeah. I've done so
2: much other stuff on my bucket list. Um, especially the one thing that I checked off the bucket list that I'm so glad that this was, this was before the cruise was to go to the studio at Burbank. And I got to tell you, that was an unforgettable experience. I I still can't believe I've been to the studio in Burbank. I was just unbelievable. That's
1: the best place I've ever been. Very cool. And that concludes the lightning round.
0: Bam. All right. Well, take a minute if anyone can find, if you have a Twitter or an Instagram, wherever people can find and follow you, this is your moment to give a shout out.
2: Absolutely. So, if you guys want to follow me, I actually have a YouTube channel too. You can find me at Sorcerer's Apprentice Andy on YouTube. It is a magical ride and experience. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm very active on Instagram too. Um, it is A K B A U G H N double O seven. And there's a story behind that because that's my first middle initial and my last name, because my last name sounds like bond James Bond. So I kind of tied double O seven in there. So that's my Instagram, a K B a U G H N double O seven. And my YouTube channel sorcerers, apprentice Andy. I'm very active on YouTube and uh, Instagram. So oh. that, yeah, So
0: I'll put that in the show notes. So definitely rope droppers. Take a minute, click, check it out. Give them a follow. And definitely the next time you're at the parks and you're at Animal Kingdom and you're having a craving for some pulled pork and mac and cheese and find Andy from Dover, New Hampshire. Uh, That is it. We have to get to a Patreon episode in which Andrew is going to help Doug and I perfect our Mickey. And so if you want to hear that actually happen, because Doug is... Not happy about no, that right now, but he's going to do it. You got to pay to hear it. So thank you to all of our Patreons who support Rogue Drop Radio. Andrew, thank you so much for being on this week's episode and sharing uh, the college program, Disney Quest. That brings up memories uh, and just all the things Disney and your love for it.
2: It was my pleasure. And thank you guys so much for having me on. It was It was an absolute, I am honored. I'm honored.
0: All right, well, if you need to take a Disney vacation, because we all do. In fact, I was making some ADRs today, Doug. Uh, You need to get with the rope drop queen, Michelle McKnight. She is booking uh, a lot right now, heavily for this fall, because I have a feeling it is going to get busy at Walt Disney World when everything comes back to it. And then, of course, you're talking about doing a Disney cruise someday. You need to check out backtothemouse.com. Because, uh, yeah, cruise is another thing that's going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait, mm-hmm. Doug. That's why I'm, I am got my cruise set in November. I, I signed up for some uh, door things. and uh, Oh, exchanges. you're doing fish extenders? Yeah, we're doing some fun things oh. on that cruise.
1: Oh, fish extenders. I have yet to do that and yet to care to do that. Because, as stated earlier, I'm a grumpy old man.
0: You are, especially when you don't eat your so- food
2: if you're the if you're one of the dwarfs you'd probably be grumpy right oh he
0: absolutely yeah, would be absolutely nah, yeah, i'd be doc but he's a little bit grumpy
1: isn't he i mean a little yes I, I don't know maybe i'd be doc yeah. i i could wear glasses i'd just be dopey well yeah pretty <laughs> okay. much so yeah back to the mouse lots of good stuff on that site go check it out
0: All right. Well, thank you again. And that is all the time that we have because we got to get to the Patreon show. So be sure to like, subscribe, follow Rope Drop Radio and do Doug and I a favor. Take one second and leave a review because we're almost uh, back up to them and we want to read your review on air or just click that five star and we'd love that as well. But thank you to everyone who has listened to this show. So for Andy, Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.